Hello, minions, and welcome to the fourth episode of Evil Campaign. I'm Kat Cool, your host and game master. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy. Next, Never Tell Me the Pods recently launched a new website, and along with it, Never Tell Me the Blogs, a column feature where guest bloggers will be writing up some six Star Wars opinions. Please check it out, especially because the transfer process, for some reason, messed with our RSSS feed. If you listen to Never Tell Me the Pods, the Star Wars discussion podcast that pranks Johnny James and myself host, you may need to resubscribe. Thanks. Now, James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Thomas Piercarsi, thank you. Gregory Lewis, thank you. William Ijabor, thank you. James Parker, thank you. Genevieve Paquin Sakali, thank you. Michael Kaniga, thank you. Kyle Morcus, thank you. Chris Berry, thank you. Alicia Korn, thank you. And Michael Ornelanus. <laughs> no. Ornelas. No. <laughs> no? No. I'm wounded. That's that's just not his name. Hold on. Michael Ornelas. Thank you. It's just not Ornelanus. It was Ornelas. Are you sure it's not acceptable when you don't know how to read a name and just throw in a bunch of extra letters? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You just can't turn it into a fantasy name. But yeah, I yeah, I can. Way extra syllables. Cat, clearly I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, but I can. Um, and I think that's all we need for now. Cool. Good. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Thanks, guys. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Apprehension! After the crew of the Bluebird has located a group of rogue smugglers operating on Metalord, working with the very Imperial agents entrusted with its care. With reinforcements hours away from arriving, it is up to their crew against perhaps the entire planet. And these are no ordinary smugglers. And we're both lying there on the floor in an embrace, just sort of face to face. <laughs> the door locks, the gravity greenish. I wish I had stayed with my successful attack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just right into your face, just breathing. My heart is going about a million miles an hour. You have a bubble helmet, so it's, it's just all fine. I take the helmet off. I got you, buddy. I got you. Put your helmet on. It's still a breach. <laughs> That's how I'm breathing so hard. I pat you on the shoulder. All right. Good, good work, soldier. We'll good work. Can we start piecing the ship together, like, right now? Like, I think It's that... going to be a minute before we can get to that. <laughs> like, 60 seconds? We have some smugglers to stop. This isn't a failure yet. Come on. Okay. I got you, though. And I you, sort of you... stand up. And for a moment, we look sort of eye to eye. And I'm, like, kind of looking around, like... Yeah, I'm one of the guys in combat. Yeah. yeah look at me. <laughs> Sinox just sort of gets up and heads down to the command center of the ship. He's going to check on the men and get a quick debrief from them. I, I pick, after you leave, I pick my pistol up off the ground. I kind of look. I puff out what little chest that I have. I spin it once and I drop it and it hits the ground. And I sort of... <laughs> <laughs> no, it just shoots off and scars another piece of wood, and I get horrified. I just sort of grab it in both hands and walk out. We drop out of initiative. Zero status report. Oh, man. That was intense. So we've got uh, light scarring on the front of the ship in terms of the solarium. We're definitely going to have to... Uh, Close that off until further repairs. We've got some internal scarring on a couple hallways. Uh, all in all, systems are still good to go. We can finish up this mission. Oh, oh, we're getting these smugglers. Oh, there is not even a question. You asked for a status update. I'm give This is part of the status update. I understand this, but I am just full of testosterone for probably the first time in my life. I've seen the glory of battle. I've seen what Sinox always talks about. It's here and it's time. Oh, oh, sweet death is coming on our enemies and I am just ready for this. All right, Blue. All right, I don't want you to get a big head about this. You're not necessarily combat ready, all right? That's... 
What have all the training sessions been for? What about the crazy things that we do? We were in space, floating out in the middle of nowhere, fighting robots, man. I, okay, I'm just saying there's a difference between thinking you're ready for live combat and actually being in live combat. Well, let's get in some live combat. To the smuggler ship, directly to him. They already know we're coming. We're going to make this happen. Sinox, what kind of shape you in, buddy? Best friend? Sinox is actually <laughs> talking. Best friend. Talking to the troopers. Are you on a closed thing or are you guys helmets off? We're in helmets right now. Okay. We're, we're talking to each other. Just confirming what I suspect. I saw floating out in space. Did Bree also fall out of the breach? Yes, sir. Okay. We're going to have a full deep brief after the mission, but uh, good work, men. You watched each other's back. That's why you're alive. Permission to head to the med bay and get everybody some oxygen. Granted, uh, just be ready for action in a couple of minutes. They all kind of hobble off together. Ren, excellent work. Thank you, sir. You too, Noons. Thank you, sir. Noons, since uh, Bree is no longer with us, you are now in command of the unit. Oh, sir. Take it gracefully. Thank you, sir. There's only one cannon on this ship, so we may be in combat again soon. I'll have the troops combat ready. Make sure you grab grenades. Sir, yes, sir. Sinox to the bridge. Sinox to the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Walks into the bridge. All right, we got to get a game plan together. We ain't doing this just like what we did the last one. We have a smuggler ship. They know we're coming. They have access to the weapons of the installation. Clearly, they have access to a good number of droids. All we need to do is get the smuggler ship. I have a fleet that is in position in case they try and flee. We're headed directly there. What's our plan of attack? Don't we still have our contingency plan in terms of the shields? Didn't you hack in? Absolutely. We're hacked in. They cannot leave. All right, so they may know we're coming, but they they don't know. know the extent to which they're trapped. Yes. And that can work to our advantage. Do we try and directly assault the ship? I have a question. If we can just control the blast doors, why engage at all? Why not just seal the doors and wait it out? What part of righteous justice to our enemies do you not understand? We have reinforcements inbound. <laughs> yes. We've already taken two casualties. Oh, Sinox, Sinox. This is war. You understand that, right? War. I think I understand it better than you. No, you have a very, very good grasp of war. And the basic concept of war is we kill our enemies. Those that damage your ship are your enemies. So therefore, we go and we kill our enemies. That is a civilian's perspective on war. War is not about killing enemies. It's about maintaining strategic advantage. Like you did when you were outside the ship and I had to save you. That is a completely irrelevant... You know discourse. You You know that's a fallacy. What I'm telling you is that if we can just seal them in and wait for reinforcements we've already won the battle you put everyone in this ship at risk if you put them into a combat situation zero talk sense into me or him (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and at that moment the time slows down (laughs) and i can see my two options that i want to side with Uh, The Evil Campaign is a Telltale Games production. Um, (laughs) um, Quick time event. Blinking at you. (laughs) (laughs) I walk towards, I guess, the collective group of Blue and Sinox, and I sort of like reach out my hand, and I put my hand on Sinox's back. There are a lot of things that we could be doing right now. Throwing ourselves into more danger on a damaged ship that is undergunned when we don't know... We just fought against two of their droids, and look at us, all right? It doesn't make sense for us to put ourselves in more danger when we don't even know what else they could be packing. We know that we have access to the blast doors. You did that. You know how to slice. So, if we have that in our favor already, why not use that? Let's press that advantage. If you want righteous retribution, we can rein that down with the full power of the Empire. We just have to delay them until the Star Destroyer's here, then we've got them. My shoulders sort of sink down in the suit a little bit. But I want a rampage. Hey, hey, buddy. Buddy, I know you want a rampage, all right? We all do. I haven't gone to rampage since I've been on planet. Hey, man. We- Remember the good old times? Remember we should just kill people? You can just see. God, that was You great. see Sinox's face in the helmet like lit up by the display. This wasn't rampaging? <laughs> <laughs> There will be so many more times to rampage, all right? If we stick to the plan this one time, we will find time to rampage later. (laughs) All right? You promise? 
I promise. Okay, with that, Blue pushes his glasses back up on his nose. He stretches his hands out. He gets the rest of the suit off of him, kicking it off clumsily. Pulls up all the screens, makes sure everything's still in place. The trap's ready. The ship's set. The Star Destroyer has taken the most chaotic route I can imagine to get here. <laughs> what is going on on that ship? Smash, smash cut to the, to the Star Destroyer. It's just like bumping into other uh, like ships out of like orbit. Marco! Are we taking the path that I plotted? <laughs> the new one? The fast one? Yes, sir. You know we need to be there fast, right? Sir, we're taking your route, sir. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Just checking in, Marco. Extensive <laughs> <laughs> damage coming from the from this route, sir. Feel those bumps, Marco? Yes. That's your butt overflowing no. with credits. <laughs> We cut back to you guys. Okay, so Zero, like, this station, which is fully operational, continues to shoot at you. But if you get closer... This fully operational <laughs> station. <laughs> but you, you get close enough, and, it, like, you get under the radar of the guns. Yeah. Now you can pull to a halt on the side of the planet. You still have a good... 10 based on ref, possibly 15 to 20 before <laughs> no, he, this he thing shows up. he plotted a faster, less safe course. <laughs> so it's either they show up faster or not at all. Okay, five <laughs> minutes or never. All right, battle plan still in station. We're in check. We're not in rampage mode. Do we reach out to these smugglers at this point? We have them. Ask for surrender. Bring them up, Zero. So Zero jumps back into the front console, pulls everything up, and with a couple taps, he patches into, uh, what is, do we know the name of the ship? Uh, of Corvana ship? Like, of the smuggler ship? Yeah, the, the... Well, I guess you could see it. Yeah, you can look it up on the thing. <clears throat> so the Snapdragon, you get its credentials up and patch through to it. This is the Bluebird hailing the smuggling ship Snapdragon. Yeah, what do you want? Very nice to make contact with you as well. So clearly, we are at an impasse here. Uh-huh. You have uh, done some damage to this very lovely ship, and there are some key parties on board that are not too fond of that. Here is a sound snippet of that. What happened to my ship? I will murder these people! Thank you very much. We have you in a predicament as well, and we are asking for your complete and total surrender at this moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Feel free to get your laughing out of the way. I understand it's, uh, it's a lot to handle, and that's the natural response, but I'm telling you right now, you're going to want to drop your guns. Uh, okay, buddy. See you in a couple of minutes. Maybe sooner. Corvana out. Click, click. He uh, was rude. Very rude. God, I would have been nicer if that would mean that. I'd have to describe it as rude. Yeah, if if we had to, if we can put that down in the interaction chart, rude, terrible. <laughs> Art, but sounds confident. So either is completely unaware that we have the situation under control, or knows something we don't. So you have the full technological readout of this port. I want you, or maybe the computer system, to tell us what's going on. What could a ship that size fit through, if not the main port door? I guess this would be some sort of... This is just a three difficulty computers check to get all of the information stuff that you want. Uh, three successes, two advantages. Three successes, two advantages. <laughs> it could probably go through this other delivery channel, but that is also blocked off. They'd have to be like flying back through portions of the planet, and it would be nigh suicidal. The other option is that that guy who has your exact build might be able to undo your computer's thing. He's probably working on it. So it might be a matter of time before the ship can get out sort of thing. You're not sure which. Okay, well... If he was operating this, uh, whatever, underneath the Empire's watch, then he's probably prideful enough to think that he can break a code. So they're not going to try and go back through the planet. What if you just access their control console and continue to undo what he does? We're just stalling for time here. Jacinto Reth will be here. Once he's here... It's an open and shut case. Mm. I know we have bloodlust. I know we have bloodlust. But if we stall for 10 minutes, 
we could have bloodlust and an entire battalion of stormtroopers at our back. We have the problem. They're confident in their position, which means they're expecting to get through the shields. I went through and looked. They're not even trying to bypass the code that I put in the shield, which only leaves one option of what they're trying to do. Manual bypass it. They're not going to be able to do it on ship. They're going to have to do it on foot. There's only one location they can do it. I bring up the hologram in front of everyone. Control Tower 44A. That's where they're going. 44A looks like a lighthouse. Like, that's what they had in the the sound stage where this was being filmed. Just an old-timey... Oh, make it look spacey. They painted it silver. <laughs> yes. 50 uh, spacey. Oh. And the lights that are coming out of the top are varied, so they probably put, like, a disco ball up there instead of just the traditional thing. That's where this final confrontation is. Uh, so, we, we have the option. We can go engage them on foot there, or we can wait to see if we have enough time for them to do that before backup arrives. If there's a chance that they can bypass what you've got set up, I say we try and cut that off. What if we try and beat them to the control tower? I take us over there, we all drop off, we get our remaining troopers on the flight deck, they man the ship, and we cut them off before they even have a chance to get in. I like that. If we actually beat them to the tower, we can drop one team on the top of the tower, sneak in through the through the roof, so to speak, and then put another team on the ground. Let them go into the tower and close in on them. Pincer maneuver. Sinox looks so excited about the prospect of a pincer maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have them flanked. Are, are you are you you waiting for something? He looks between everybody. I mean, you don't see him do that because he's wearing a helmet. He's, wearing a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he's just the, from the outside. He's just standing. It's his private happiness. It's <laughs> to feel his life. Uh, he's just waiting for some kind of recognition. Cool. So, what are the teams? So, like cinematic, how cool this whole setup is. Okay, so we fly skimming along very the level. Um, hopefully, to keep underneath any sensors, they don't even know that we're going to be here when they show up. Yeah, we split in. To, to I would two say teams, that you yeah. need to be in the rooftop party, and I would kind of say that uh, I would do blue and zero on the roof, and then uh, and then you and your troopers. And the troopers on the ground. Okay, okay. So and, and I'll stay here because I gotta keep make sure that the scanners that they can't pick us up. Bolt. Says noons or noons. That, well, it's it's up to you. Frey. Well, Frey Frey's is the sensitive one. Frey's also the leader now. No, Noons is the leader now. Noons is the leader? Bort's the leader? Mm-hmm. Okay, so f- the sensitive one f- says Frey. Someone does need to watch the ship. That should be Fentara. I believe I would be much more effective on the ground. And you will not be anywhere near the front of the combat. Do you need to be on the ground? Do I? Yeah, you have to be there for slicing. If I'm going to fight alongside Zero... Mix it up. I sort of do like the the old timey bare knuckle brawling, um, and I slowly put your hand back <laughs> he down. He cuffs before he hits himself. <laughs> well, if he, if you need to be there to slice, you need to be there to slice. I will recommend strongly that uh, we bring Ren into this fight on the ground. Absolutely not. She can shoot. I don't care what she can do. She is far too valuable to be the asset to be lost. If this maneuver fails, everyone's going down. She is far too valuable to die to random blaster fire. So are you, but you're in this fight, so... You've named the two people that can't die in this fight. And one of them's going in, we're sending the other one in, because at least she can take care of herself. Deal. She's staying, I'm going. I agreed on the Renault Rampage. You got to give me this one. That's not how it the works. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we don't have time for these kind of arguments. We have to enact our battle plan. We have our plan. We have our teams. Fintara is staying with the ship. You have your assignments. We have our assignments. Let's go. All right, fine. All right, you you want you want Ren on the ship? Ren stays on the ship. If Ren stays on the ship, that means that Frey is out in the field. And if anything happens because Frey couldn't hit anything, that's on you. Hey! That's Frey, fine. You know what you did. I don't even know who Frey is. <laughs> Frey, we're going to be spending a lot more time on the range after this. Oh, yes, sir. Is that Frey? <laughs> I won't let you down, sir. Oh, no, you, you can't won't, possibly. It's not something you're capable of doing. Uh, Let's so, get into position. So I run Ren through a quick run down of like the, the piloting and the auto systems of the ship. So I just l- let it do... So I, I just let yeah, it... Yeah, you don't touch it. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. And, and then you man the gun. And then if this turns red, I hit that, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, it's a, it's a 
it's easier than it looks, but it sounds harder than it is. It looks really easy, so I I think we're set. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty complex when you in the nitty gritty of it. Like it, the not only thing I have to do, do is touch this button if that button turns red. Okay, but there's a certain time for you know what? Uh, we'll discuss this when we get back, and then uh, so then we <laughs> wipe to <Yep. laughs> uh, a cool looking thing. You guys like dodge in and out of stuff, approach the thing. How do you? Because you have like a jetpack and stuff. How do you get your buddy onto the top of the? I have a jetpack. You have jet boot. Yeah, have jet you boots. have little jet booties. Yeah, I have jet booties. Booty scoots. Okay, can we can we do this <laughs> like uh, that classic that classic anime shot where it's like the hero's landing, where it's like the knee oh, land, yeah. uh-huh. and then like in the background, uh, blue just like comes stumbling into frame. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You, you, we get up to the top, and you do yes, the classic hero knee land. Just you also have like the one lead. punch fist yeah. down into the ground. <laughs> And then the repulsor fist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so cool. Oh, wait, hang on. So I fall down, fall down, fall down right before I hit the ground. Repulsor fist back up to break my fall. Uh-huh. Hero land. Uh. And, and then like 20 seconds later, while you're still holding the pose behind you, all of a sudden you just see like rocket boost going slowly lowering down inch by inch. They cut off and then go back up and I go back up about three feet and then I'm almost to the ground and I, I deactivate one boot and try and set it down and then overcompensate and jump back up and I, I stick my arms out wide and get myself fine and I slowly inch down and I slowly inch down but then I get hesitant and I hit the boosters again and I'm back up. And Zero just grabs him and pulls him down onto the thing. And then I kneel and punch the ground. <laughs> That was real good, buddy. (laughs) You look real cool, man. We cut to the ground floor. What does your guys' little assault look like? The ship swoops in around the side of the tower. Yeah. The hatch opens up. Sinox motions everyone out. They jump out and roll Mm -hmm. onto the ground. uh, And then Sinox jumps out after them, rolls up into a run, and they start running over to, like, hiding positions by the door, waiting for the other team to come in. Okay, perfect. That's beautiful. Fintara, like, the the hatch closes and she flies back off, avoiding the green shooting lights. Of the of the station uh, in the background, the storm clouds roll. Let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. Roll initiative. What you guys get? Uh, three successes and four advantages. Cool. Ooh, two successes and an advantage. Cool. Two successes, three advantages. Awesome. Um. Let's start up then with first PC slot. So we'll go into the tower. What does the ground floor of the tower look like? I guess. You tell me. There are all sorts of boxes. Lots and lots of boxes. <laughs> lots of boxes. Chest high boxes. Full of loose ball bearings. <laughs> <laughs> How many Why? 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 <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Morally loose barbarians. Okay, you you jump the door to the thing. It opens easily. The place does have crates of something kind of stacked up all over the place. There's crates like a... full of glow sticks. No. I'm spending my advantage on them being glow sticks. <laughs> I think that you spent them on their I being flip crates. A dark side point. They are glow the sticks. The final one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. Okay. To give myself glow sticks in a combat where we've established that there's a dark guy who's full of darkness all the time? No, that makes a bunch of sense. You're just going to have to open a crate to get glow sticks at some point, (laughs) which you might want to do now that you've reached your hand to the side to turn on the lights and realize that the lights are not turning on on the thing. There is a small strip of like emergency lighting that goes up a central spiral staircase to the... There are like three levels to this thing. Each one has around 15 foot ceiling so it's a pretty tall oh, wait a minute i don't need to space. flip a light side point for that troopers turn on your night vision okay <laughs> there you go much better we're done here <laughs> everybody go home <laughs> so let's play with some of these glow sticks <laughs> <laughs> i'm having so much fun <laughs> Um, make me a perception check upon entering the place at a three difficulty with a black die did you build a character with good perception? No, never. <laughs> I fail. Okay, so you guys enter the space, you see kind of what's going on, and then 
a smoke grenade launches somewhere in the space and it starts filling up with what do you think it smells like i've always been curious rotten eggs rotten eggs rotten eggs smelling smoke troopers turn on your rebreathers we don't want to smell this it it smells bad Roger, sir. You've used up a maneuver. What do you want to do? Well, they sent off a smoke grenade. Let's use the cover. So you're just taking full cover? Mm-hmm. Okay. Next up in the initiative, there are two PC slots right okay. now. Get in there and uh, see what you can do to bring up the systems. I will uh, bring up a lookout and keep an eye out for these guys. Perfect. And I enter, drop down. Uh, are there any lights on up here? No. The whole thing is plunged in darkness, but the computers like seem to be active. Okay. I'm going to go over to the computers, and first things first, I'm going to try and get some lights up. Okay. Uh, wow. Um, I think it's just a four difficulty. Three successes, and that's it. Everything else washes. Okay, so where are you pulling up lights? The I want the whole tower. Cool. So the whole tower lights up. You hear a... Down a floor, and your guy's dark vision is lit up by friggin' lights, which is a very painful experience. Good news, Sinox, we got light. Yeah, thanks for radioing that in, Chief. No problem. Glad to help. Sir, I can't see. Yeah, turn off the dark vision. (laughs) (laughs) I think that they're blinded, though, for the next few rounds. Blinded? That's how movie narratives work. That's how movies work. I think that's what we're playing, aren't we? Well, that's how dark vision works as well in the game. Night vision works that you get blinded if lights come on? Uh, yeah. So you have two black dice to skills for the next few things. That's light sensitivity. Okay, okay. So they're blinded. Cool. And so that loud hissing noise. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, yeah, that happens. You turn on the lights and, like, I hear that. It's like, oh, Criff, there's something inside the building already. And so I... Yeah, why not? I'm just going to activate my. No, I. I don't. I'll stick next to blue. So I'll I actually. <laughs> I'm a good. I'm a good friend. Yeah. So I actually run in the building with you, and then post up next to the doorway that is like the stairway up to this level. Blue, I need you to find some cover. There's something already here. Cover? What? But pincer flanking thing, whatever Sinox was talking about. You want in on this fight? I pull out my wood-handled pistol. Both hands. <laughs> I got your back, buddy. You stay behind me. You only take the shot if you know you can make it, all right? I got it. We slowly make our way down the stairs. Oh, okay. Roll me a perception as you do. Two successes and three threats. Cool. I need you to do it as well. Oh, okay. Hey! Hey, that's 16 to yeah. 2. <laughs> that was one success and three threats. Three threats. <laughs> you both got the successes? Yep. Yeah. Cool. So you make your way down the stairs enough to like see what's going on. Mm-hmm. There is a huge defel clawing at her eyes and positioning herself at the stairs from where Sinox and crew would be coming up. She has a rather large gun. She's making an animalistic whimper. If anybody's got one, that would be great. Good. Keep it together, Lulu. We're going to do fine. And you look over and you notice that there was a spot that you your eyes had passed over before, which is weird because it's in front of an open computer thing where, like, clearly someone is routing into a computer system. But now that you heard the guy, you'd both kind of, like, try to focus on where you know this human to be. And for some reason, it's hard to see him. It makes your eyes water. So that's not the creature Mm-mm. that this is entirely... That's Aaron Corvana. In focusing on him, you can tell that it's the guy you've seen in the hollow stuff. It's that yeah, smuggler. Yeah. Just for some reason, that isn't armor because he's not wearing any. It's really freaking hard to see him. He's not wearing any clothes at all. Oh, he's from the other planet. Yeah. <laughs> Zarb. They've got an ambush lined up for us. We've got an ambush ready for them. I do like the motion with my two hands, like, like cupping them and putting them in front of me and making the fingertip touch. Pincer. I, I, Pincer. I, know. I know what that is. Why does everyone assume I don't know what the pincer is? Look, I'm not going to lie. When Sinox said it, it was like really cool. <laughs> like, I mean, he's not here and like, you know, I got the comms off and all that. But I mean, focus. Like, no, but like, there's a reason he's the poster child. I mean, did you see how badass that was? Yes, it was super badass. Did I tell you I saved him? Yeah. 
What? When? Ten minutes ago. Right, we're going to have to dissect that in a bit. <laughs> I, did, I saved a man that was that cool. We are still on duty. Okay. So, fair. Uh, fair. So, no ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what a cutie. So there's a guy that we can't look at. I'm and there's cute for wanting ice cream on duty. So there's a dude that's there's a dude that's hard to look at. Uh-huh. And then there's a bat woman freaking out. Yeah, and it's more, less freaking out than like in a lot of pain. Okay. You know? That's the she's not like wildly scrabbling. She's human intelligence, you yeah. know, it's just a she she's in a lot of pain. I'm gonna jump on the com. Uh, Sinox, they're already in the building. We've got one DeFell guarding the staircase that you would be going up. And Jesus, we've got Corvana down on right below us. Well, that sounds like a pincer maneuver to me. It's so badass, man. God. We assumed that they were in the area. Someone threw down a smoke grenade, which uh, I think we're just going to use for cover. We'll be moving in shortly. You find a position that you can maintain near the top of the stairs. Don't let them pass that position and uh, the pincer will work fine. Um... Do you have any grenades? Do I have any grenades? Of course not. <laughs> Why would I have grenades? It's so misleading. Zero, <laughs> uh, did you take grenades? You guys are not starved for resources. I've got like two thermal detonators in like my utility belt. Yeah. And I take one and I put it underneath the staircase. Uh-huh sort of halfway up the staircase. Like you clip it onto it? I clip it underneath yep. the, the bottom of the staircase. And, man, I really want to just, like, take this fight to him. Yeah. Go for whatever. I, I, um, I, Feel free to, especially, Blue, you'd be the right person. You can make me a free lore on what's going on. Okay. Yeah, three, you are a Three grenade. difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> three difficulty? Yeah. Four advantages. Four but, advantages. But no... Total wash on success or failure. I don't know if that's a failure or what. Yeah, that's a failure. Can I take one of those advantages? Yeah. Corvana is standing at the entrance to the staircase up to us, but his back is towards the staircase itself. Corvana is facing Lulu and because she's currently in pain and making noise. Okay. That is good use. Cool, 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 cool. So you posted that on the thing. I think next yeah. up, Corvana is like, it's fine. We're going to get through this. Keep position. Uh, oh, hold on a second. And he pauses, and then he looks up exactly at you guys what? and brings his blaster around and takes a shot. Doesn't have to be like this, Corvana. Who are you? <laughs> oh, this will go well. He about to find out. And now you have that. Ugh. What a weird roll. It's all spiders. Uh... <laughs> the dice just turned into spiders. It's bizarre. There's so many spiders. <laughs> So he hits 10 damage coming at you. Great. And then he moves behind a box and takes takes cover, taking in self, full, some damage. full cover. Four. Four damage, yeah. Okay. I have been hit. Mm-hmm. Ah, he saw us. Pincer. Pincer him now. Pincer. Pincer. <laughs> Pincer. I believe we're going for the pincer. <laughs> Next up is a PC slot. So Sinox is going to maneuver to the bottom of the stairs. He's going to toss a stun grenade up those stairs. Okay. For throwing. Throwing, is that athletics or... It's ranged. Ranged light? Yes. So that is three successes. Three successes. Okay, cool. How much stun damage does it do? Presuming you're setting it off right away. That is eight, blast six. Pew! You guys see the whole, like, a blue pulse go off into the thing, which hits both, obviously, the Defel, and then Corvana's hard to see again, but it would have to hit him, too. It hits everyone in the room. Mm -hmm. You duck out of the thing just in time and pull blue up by the scruff of his shirt before setting him back down once the blast clears. going to iron that later what are the stormtroopers up to so stormtroopers are going to go in right after the blast of the grenade and they're going to fan out okay so they're going up the steps yep okay cool 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 new plan into the smoke so lulu grabs the like the you know how there's gonna have to be like a hole in the floor for where the stairs are yeah oh there's a spiral staircase yeah it's a spiral Mm -hmm. staircase so she like grabs it and like swings down uh intending to like kick into both of the stormtroopers as she comes down into the space it'll look really cool if she pulls it off yeah totally fair (laughs) that's it should just be that to hit them little babs and i think okay yeah uh, yeah. 
<laughs> she handily hits and gets the two advantages for the knockback. So she... Oh, jeez. So, let's see. Well, that wasn't Ren. If it was Ren, she wouldn't have hit. All right, yeah. She, like, does five damage to them spread out, however, because mm-hmm. they're minions. But they fall, so they just turn into <laughs> pools of blood <laughs> that evaporates immediately. <laughs> And the room is full of blood mist. <laughs> oh, that's too sad. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fall that far because it's a spiral staircase. <laughs> Falling any distance <laughs> is the most lethal thing. Two steps. So you describe it for me. So she like swings down and punches like and kicks. Oh, so she one does five foot. damage. So the so- their soak just completely negates that, that. Yeah, yeah. fine so then they just fall they just are knocked back prone on the staircase and start sliding down oh they slide down okay yeah no they're knocked <laughs> prone and slowly slide uh just the helmet sort of hitting step to don't to don't she takes a movement into the mist that yeah they their helmet bumps up against a cynox's feet <laughs> oh fray i'm sorry sir we'll get there <laughs> Next up in the initiative is you guys. Oh man, did Corvana go into the the like the mist? Or is he still? As far as you know, he should still be up there. He's just behind boxes. Okay, I'm gonna calmly walk down the steps. Uh huh. Just pistol down at my side, Corvana. It doesn't have to be like this. One, I asked who you are. Two, what other ways can it possibly be? My name is Minister Blue. I'm the Emperor's propaganda minister. And we came here to just shoot a video. That's it. And instead, we are now here dealing with you and a whole bunch of smugglers. Now, there is, and you're already aware of this, there's a Star Destroyer sitting in orbit, ready to rain holy justice down here. And I am ready to destroy everything on this planet because of what you did to my ship but cooler heads have prevailed rampage is not going to occur thank you zero and i'm feeling kind of generous today so i'll tell you what instead of Sinox, the best stormtrooper that has ever lived murdering lulu below our feet you want that to happen we can make that happen or we can all calm down we can all come out of hiding we can have a little chat I'm done with violence today. It's over for me. But if you really want to kill yourselves, by all means, continue this. Cool. Is there... You have a bunch of social abilities. I do. I yeah. Also yes. um, yeah, we're going to do cutting question. Once per crime, we make a corrosion check. You can use your deception instead, which I think deception applies because the Star Destroyer is it's not, not there here. yet. Yeah. Um, difficulty? Two reds and a purple. Jesus. We got I'll definitely succeed. Seed because and there's a triumph. Yes, yeah. I only rolled seven <laughs> threats. So many threats. <laughs> seven th- Does a triumph cancel out any of that? Or so, not? so it's just so two of these are canceled out. So, it's so th- five threats. Five <laughs> threats. Two successes and a triumph. <laughs> okay, let's talk. And he steps out behind the thing, and then you hear beep beep beep, and the grenade on the stairs explodes. What? Okay, that was planted before. <laughs> oh, I thought that was remote controlled. It is, but they have manual overrides on the sides, oh, and I don't geez. know if you guys have figured this out yet, yeah, he's a force but user. he's a force yeah. user. Yeah, yeah. That's no, I thought he was just really lucky. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. I, Luck doesn't I make still, it so that you correct can. Correct me if I'm wrong. Blue, is, the, is there such thing as the force? I think I've heard of it. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So oh, there is. There is. That's okay. the. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh, do the blast damage of whatever your thing is to yourself uh, uh, and to blue. Of the grenade? The grenade. Because he was coming down the stairs and it's on the stairs. I and that's where you guys. It went off. Before. Not no, you. The one he planted. He planted, planted oh. one. Oh. Uh, that was a contingency plan that went awry. Um, somebody's going to need to give me the stats for grenades. Because uh, frag grenade is eight damage. Eight. Crits on a four. Eight damage. Crits on a four. I Blast six. Blast six. So six damage is what you're taking, not eight. So no, damage is eight. No. If you hit somebody with it, they get eight damage. Blast damage is what goes out to everybody around them in oh, the area. Okay. So if you're just doing a random area thing, you take the blast damage. So these stairs are completely obliterated. Yeah. And uh, I'm still on the stairs. You are, yeah, but I mean, do you want to... rocket boost. I'll like, So yeah, you're myself, up but... onto the top level still. Blue is Whatever segregated. Do, don't fall. Down. Uh, yeah. He allows the, the blast to spread and then steps out of his thing and he has a gun pointed at you. I'm... What's the triumph? <laughs> yep. Now you guys get to decide That's what the, the triumph is. the success and triumph? The actual, the triumph I want to do and 
is probably already the case, but I'm still going to use the triumph for it. He really cares about Lulu. He does. And that's the part that hit home to him of if it continues, she's probably going to bite it because she's up against the best stormtrooper of all time. That's what I want now. He can make his decisions from there. I mean, he stepped out. He looks like he's prepared to talk. He stepped out. I'm like getting up from the blast, shaken and cut and bloody, and I hold my pistol out in front of me and I drop it. He drops his. Why'd you have to do that? What did I do? I didn't do a thing. <sighs> it's me and you talking. None of the rest of it matters. Who are you? Minister Blue. Minister Blue. Propaganda minister. Yeah. Got it. Explain to me what all's going on here. I don't really care, but I want to know. Uh, I'm trying to get off planet. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I got that. Buying supplies from your guy. Your guy's not good. I noticed that. Tried to kill him once. Didn't work out well for me. Don't much care about him. Just want me and my people off of here. What are you buying off of him? Food? Medicine? What? Some shields. Thank you. You're buying shields off of this dweeb. Where is he, anyway? Uh, he's probably trying to get on my ship. Hmm. Okay. Well, part of the deal that's going to keep you alive is the fact that you're going to kill him. Yes? Yeah, okay. Deal. The Sinox, you down there? Waiting for orders, sir. You hear a rumbling growl somewhere in the smoke field around you. Do you have any idea how many monsters are fought in smoke (laughs) (laughs) this week? (laughs) You call your monster off, I'll call mine off. Hey, Lou, we're going to try talking our way out of this one. Hey, Cy, best buddy, we're going to try and talk this one. Yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) How are the guys doing? We're going to have pretty rigorous training tomorrow. Why don't you join me up here, Cy? All right. We're going to go up these very unsafe... There are no hand railings on this spiral staircase. (laughs) There definitely aren't. (laughs) The Empire has never believed in hand railings. There is no OSHA whatsoever. 5,000-foot chasm? No hand railings. (laughs) Just walk in the middle. Really narrow. Zero, why don't you come down here, too? Uh, yeah, I'm going to rocket boost my way down, and I'm going, actually going to land with my sword drawn, and I'm not going to drop it. Okay, yeah. He's keeping his cool. Okay. He's a cool, chill guy. Just hanging out with other cool, chill guys. Hey, we're all just chilling, broing out, bro. He's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Damn narc. Corvana. So, everything's fine here. No more hostilities needed. You're going to take care of that weasel that sold you this stuff, yes? Yeah. Okay. And then we're going to get on out of here. It's going to be that simple, but you're going to go with us. See, that's the thing I have a problem with. Yeah, and I've got a Star Destroyer. Okay. We could also have it all out. That's the thing. Yeah, how well does that go for you? It's worked out to date. (laughs) Has it? I mean... I've killed four Jedi. Do you want to make me a coercion check? Not that good at that. Really? You're not good at coercion? I made a combat character. <laughs> Anything is possible, Cat. That Especially is a success this. with a threat. Wow. Good. He looks a little, you know, you know that look. He's keeping his cool. He looks together, but to the trained eye, uh, he's taken down a peg. You notice that he doesn't have a lightsaber or anything. Mm-hmm. So, you're right. We could have it out. Okay. I come with you. Lulu's good to go. Good. We're going to make the terms of this. Of course, we're going to fly your ship out of here as well as we're going to fly our ship out of here. We're going to take whatever supplies that you had. You are going to handle the death of, what was his name? Wesk? Uh, is- yeah. We'll, we'll take care of Wesk. We're going to fly out here. We're going to let Zap Brannigan know that there's nothing bad going on. And that's going to be it. And then we're going to have a nice long conversation, me and you. Okay. Where's the part where Lulu's good to go? Lulu will be safe coming with us as well. Yeah, I don't believe that for... I don't know why you wouldn't. For a second. We're just guys sitting here talking, aren't we? I have the power to make anything happen. And anything could involve your deaths in this tower right now, or anything could happen, you two becoming the most profitable smugglers that have ever lived. Oh, he's cutting you a Cardoss special right now. (laughs) I can make either of those outcomes occur. And let me just tell you, before I came down here, Zero, what mood was I in? Terrible. 
no, no, there's a word for it, the term, the term that you wouldn't allow me to do that thing, the thing that you wouldn't allow me to do. Rampage? Rampage. I was rampage. in a rampage. You know why I was in a rampage? Because I have a very nice ship, and you decided to ruin my ship. I didn't decide to ruin it. Wes decided to ruin it. Wes decided to ruin my ship, and you're going to kill him, and that's going to keep me in a happy mood. So, you have a choice to make right now. Do you want to make life easier for yourself, or do you want to make life harder for yourself? Because you and Lulu can come out way ahead on this. And you give me a little information about an old temple, and everything's going to be fine. He turns his head to the side and makes a very weird series of grunt noises. Yeah, no, I think we'd rather die. And he takes a grenade off of his belt and throws it into the center of the room. Really? Um, can I? Stupid fool. Is there any kind of... Oh, man. I don't know where we are in initiative. I think it's you, right? Yeah. Probably. This... Can you just cut the grenade in half? Well, I wanted... That'd be... I... So he, yeah. goes, he throws a grenade. Do your thing, okay, man. sweet. I'll cut it in half. Attack the grenade. I'll attack the grenade. There's no way he's still going to want to fight after you cut a grenade in half. Two <laughs> blacks. This will be my cool thing. It's pretty cool. It's a really cool maneuver. Well, if it worked and it didn't. Two advantages. Well, I don't disable it. Yeah. I bat it back behind him mm-hmm. so that the blast would propel him forward at us. Yeah, absolutely. So against, like, because your body is kind of mangled and stuff. <laughs> Going against that and acting out of just instinct, he tosses the grenade. I grab you, pull you back, and then just take another swing at it with the broad side of my sword. Yep. And that knocks it back behind him. We see a cut of, like, the detonator hit the ground roll, and then you got the... And then, and then it like blows everybody back. Uh, so we get like a tinnitus shot coming in from like one of the stormtroopers looking up who sees Sinox charge down the ramp and the camera follows him as we see the Defel trying to make her way out. I imagine you just shoot her, you know, double tap in the back. Oh, yeah. You know, she goes down. Uh, we come back up to you guys and uh, the other. stunned or kill? Up to you. Stun her. Probably stun. You were using her as a bargaining chip. Corvon is unconscious and bleeding out. He's not doing well. Me and Zero are standing above Corvon, who's lying down, bleeding, slightly convulsing. I sheath my sword and I look to Blue. Like, uh, you want him? You want to take him with us? Kill him. I unsheath my sword and I drive it through his spine. Sinox, do we have Lulu? Yep, we've got the Defel. Shackler, binder, make sure she can't get free and load her up in the ship. Done. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Bloop, bloop, bloop. This better be Ren. You've got Sinox. Hey, guy. <laughs> uh, I'm at this planet, which is, by the way, a dump. <laughs> like, I would believe this is one of those literal dump worlds. But we're here. Um, you're never going to believe this. Minister Shu, what could you possibly say to Jacinto Ref that he wouldn't believe? It was uh, a huge mix-up. Wasn't smugglers at all down here. It was just a party. Had the wrong people. No need for backup. Yeah, smugglers and party people, they tend to run in the same group. We did kill all the party people, just to be sure. Okay. Okay. I'm going to need you to load up your group, get on your ship. You and I have a date with the Zerd system. Does he know he's saying it wrong? I I don't I don't know what what this man is. <laughs> I don't I know I don't want to go to Zerd with him. What a farce of a human. <laughs> <laughs> okay, loading up now. I just look at you Zero and just shake my head. No, we'll be there in a few minutes. Don't need to pack any clothes. Zerl is a nude planet almost exclusively. I've been deep cover there for the past six months. The camera pans out and then like it dissolves Lucas style. <laughs> Real blurry. <laughs> and then re- blurry and wavy. <laughs> oh, God. And then refocuses back in onto you guys tidying up. What do these various scenes look like? Everybody takes something. So uh, back on the Bluebird, uh, Lulu is being loaded up in it by a couple of the stormtroopers. And the scene just shows she's struggling some because she's back conscious again. But they have her all bound up and they get her in the ship. And then it sort of just pans over and Blue is just 
caressing the ship and crying over every marred little area on it. He's got his buffing polish out, and he keeps just going over it, just hoping that one of the swipes will make the deep, jagged scars go away, and it's not working. So there's this that scene, and it sort of pulls back. We see Zero sort of looking at Blue, and he just kind of like chuckles to himself at the kid. He goes back into the ship, and he's kind of like just chuckling to himself, and then he gets back into the cockpit, and then his chuckling stops, and he looks up at the corner of the windshield where the crack is. He gets the Star Wars equivalent of a stepladder, puts it up, gets like, for the time being, just like gaff tape, covers it up, and he's like, yeah, that'll do for now. And then um, he tosses it aside, and it gets on the comm. If you guys need me, I'll be... uh, I'll be taking five. And then he gets back into the pilot seat, which is in front of the dome, which is sort of his like his area. His dome, yeah. And then the, the door opens up on it. The captain's chair just sort of slides back into the dome. And as it's sliding back into the dome, he like takes off his helmet <gasps> and then it closes in. And he's taking five. He's taking a break. What a Vader moment. They all have those stupid eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every, every helmet wearing character. About it. Oh, oh, I love it. So, Sinoc, this is actually a shot of Blue's propaganda video with Sinox. Because they lost so many stormtroopers on their mission, they have to use the two that we now have with camera tricks to make it look like there are more. So, the shoot is twice as long as it was. Instead of just the ribbon cutting, because there's the ribbon cutting, but they also add in a moment about the death of Minister Barlu. And Minister Barlu, the official story, is that he was killed by rebels. Mm. Raising the awareness and need for anti-rebel arms like the ISB. So it turns this simple ribbon-cutting ceremony that was really just about industry and job creation by the Empire and turns it into an anti-rebel propaganda vid as well. Zero is the ribbon-cutter with his sword as he goes to put it through the camera the like the follow through mm-hmm. is him having sliced through Berlu and we're down near Corvana's ship from how that scene actually went down so like now Berlu's bleeding out and you have a YT series ship in a big expanse with a bunch of B1 droids who are powering down as Blue does something on his data pad what else goes on here Sinox and his team going up the gangplank on this YT model ship and tearing it apart uh, because obviously in the main cargo bays there's nothing but once we tear open the floor compartments we find these crates and they're marked with a yellow symbol yeah that's it. how to describe it it's kind of like got a flared wing component mm-hmm. they pull out the crates stack them up and minister blue then walks onto the ship and it's this shot where the camera is below looking up at him and he's like lit so that only his eyes are lit and they're <laughs> narrowing in on the symbol as minister blue surveys the ship surveys the cargo gives a nod to to Sinox. he gives a nod back gives him a little punch on the shoulder Sinox gives it back and he careens into the, the bulkhead next to him he goes to the ship's logs and starts more savagely tearing them apart than the rest of the crew did looking for supplies. It's a super intense computery montage. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just a lot of fingers. A lot of code. It's yeah. like a really 90s one, too, though. <laughs> it just interludes the, the same picture, the same scene of me doing shots of calf, just superimposed Lots over top. Lots of just walls of binary. And we get through, and then it shows the path, the logs, and everything they have of this stuff was going to Kessel. The supplies were going to Kessel. We open back onto the Bluebird. My poor ship. Well, this is one of the parts that's doing okay. This is the main coffee lounge, calf lounge, excuse me. And Fentara, helmet off, has a bunch of data pads in front of her. She has been filing reports of uh, your guys' exploits for the past several hours. I walk into the room. I pour myself a big cup of calf. Fentara, Ren. Sir? Why don't we put the reports away? As you wish, sir. And she formally stacks everything to the side. I go over to the control panel on one of the doors. I punch in a couple buttons. The doors to this room lock. You see, as soon as that happens, she relaxes a bit. Permission to speak freely, sir. By all means. 
Sir, no matter how you think my father's position might help you in furthering your career goals, I can assure you that his desires have nothing to do with mine in joining up with the Compnor. And while I certainly appreciate being led off of Metalorn because uh, it was administrative hell, I need you to know moving forward, this isn't going to win you any favors in his eyes. And I have no interest in favor of his eyes. I frankly don't care about any of that, your highness. And with that, I sit down, I unbutton my vest a couple buttons, just sort of relax back into my seat. We have a mutual friend we have to discuss. Sir? Tell me everything you know about Lintel Laroon. End of episode. Now, how about a Dear Bluebird letter? Dear crew of the Bluebird, I assume you are all well-versed in the arts of espionage and disguise. (laughs) It can aid one's disguise to pretend to be part of a couple. If you had to pick one other member of the crew to pretend to be your spouse on a difficult and sensitive mission, who would you pick and why? Thanks, Capital Shipper. Sinox. Why? Ooh. Oh. Yeah, interesting. Well, easy. Sinox. 100%. Oh, yeah. but, uh, okay, but why? You think Sinox? one of the itself. One of the most important parts of espionage missions is that you can have someone who won't be distracted by social dynamics. <sighs> I feel like I have done missions where Sinox and I have pretended to be married like multiple times. Absolutely. That's why I would definitely choose you to be my partner on any sort of... But I'd pick zero. You'd pick zero. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. You people can't... are picking zero over here, man. Why aren't you? You picking... can't have zero to start with, but that's okay. No, the, no, 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 you don't, no, you don't, you don't want to, you want to claim, you don't want to like say, you want to go for it, then someone else might. The question okay. was wanna, one we, other member of the crew. We want to go down this road? I assume we're all on the crew of the Bluebird and Fentaro would be part of this as well. Yeah, I mean, like, th- those are, these are known facts, but I'm just saying, like, it seems like a clear choice would be yeah, the right Fintara, choice. So you picked Fentaro? I think Fentaro would be good. I mean, one thing, Fentaro is an unknown quantity for me, and she's also uh, fairly early on in her training. I think I might go with you, Arthur, just because we know no, what fair. the dynamic we is. We know We've what the dynamic before. is. We've done it. No, you seem offended, Zero, but let me just... Oh, no, I'm not offended. Let me just ask a question to you. Who are you picking? Oh, oh, I mean, I had an answer, and I had a pretty good answer, and it was I was going to say that answer, and then you kind of beat me to saying the answer, so I kind of changed my answer. So right now, I think I'm going to go with Ava. You know, Ava is... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Good, I don't it's think good. there was an original Thank answer. You. I I've don't got, think there was an original answer. I've got two. Well, and another, another point and that you want to bring up. And blue zero. You want to have someone... Not only. zero, the person. It's always Zero, good. the number. It's always good to have someone who can use the force at your side. And I think that's something that Zero's recognized, that I've recognized. Definitely and recognize that. I'm sure you can understand the wisdom of that choice, Blue. Now, I... Mm, mm. Let's just one step at a time here. Some of the choices are pretty obvious here. Okay, the reason that Ava and myself both chose you, Sinox, is because if we were looking for... I did not pick Sinox. not choose me. I picked Zero. You're the only one sitting at this table that has chosen me. And you seem testy about it for some reason. I'm not testy. Okay. Well, (laughs) the reason that you all have... You know why I didn't pick you? I'm not asking that question. It's because you're aggressive, needlessly so. That's exactly where I'm going. Because the reason you've teamed up with Sinox as a pretend married couple before, <laughs> and the reason that I would pick him is because Sinox is a very submissive person. So therefore, That's if we're, not why. If we're running we've the operation... Assigned. People recognize that we're a good team. Well, the reason I would pick Sinox is because he's a very submissive person. He would do what I wanted him to do during the operation. Everything would work out fine, just like as our past operations have worked out. Therefore, he's a good choice. Well, if we were going on an espionage mission together, you would have to follow my orders. I don't think that was part of the... Yeah, if we were being sent on an espionage mission... By you would possible metric? Well, the only useful skill that you have in an espionage situation is slicing, so... I am a master of disguise. <laughs> I fit into any social situation. Don't laugh at me, Zero. I am. I fit into any social situation. Where did you get that top hat that you're wearing right now? It's Who wears vintage. top hats? It's vintage. It's 8 a.m. And you're wearing vintage is something that they did a very long time ago and no one does anymore. In the inner rim, it is very popular. All right, next time we go to inner rim, we'll see how cool you are. Let me just hold on. Question, because my now my loyalty's up for bid zero. If me and you were quote unquote pretend partners, would you be in charge or would I be in charge? Well, 
That I mean, that depends. This is that depends the, on a very key question that I have to ask: Do we want to succeed in the mission? There we go. Of and course, that's the essence okay. of it. Okay, all right, it's me. Well, of course it's not. Me. It's me. How is that? No. First off, why if, would you be in charge? Because you, I pay you a salary to listen to me. I know, but if you listen to logic, then you need to listen to me. You're a civilian. This is absurd. I get get Fintara in here. Ren! Ren! <laughs> get in here, Ren! Hello? Yes. yes. Hypothetical question for you. Yes, sir. You have to go on a covert operation, and you have to pretend that one of the four of us in this room is your significant other for this operation. Who do you pick? Ava. She picks Ava. Why? That makes sense. It makes a it lot makes of sense. Makes no sense, sense whatsoever. I'm a lesbian. Well, okay. That, now that makes, makes sense. It makes more, even more, more sense. sense. May I be excused? <sighs> You're dismissed. Thank you. We still good for cards later? So, yeah. No. No, we're not. <laughs> cards are off the table. Oh, man. All right. I believe everyone's laid their cards on the table, sir. Yeah, and one of us doesn't have any cards. I'm going to go get some calf. <laughs> we good? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this month's episode of Evil Campaign. The crew of the Bluebird will be back again next month. Before I leave you, first, let me tell you about one of our affiliates. Our Fair City is a subversive, post-apocalyptic science fiction audio epic for the internet. Evil Campaign is a part of the Campaign Podcast, which is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, and Force and Destiny role-playing games belong to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, there is no death. There is the Force.